This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Hope you had a good New Year. I do. On January 11th, I'm doing a live podcast taping for the New York Podfest. I will be in conversation with Yola Tango and Wyatt Zanak. Also coming up, dates in Little Rock, Oklahoma City, Dallas, Houston, Ronert Park, California. I don't, I'm not sure where that is. I mean, I, I kind of know where it is. I exaggerated when I said I didn't know where it was. Because I know kind of where it is. It's near San Francisco, where I'll be at the Sketchfest also. Columbus, Ohio, South Bend, Indiana, Asheville, Durham. There's going to be more dates added soon, hopefully. Oh, also, I wanted to mention feralaudio.com, who brings you this podcast and many others. Check them out, feralaudio.com. Today we're talking to Brooks Whelan from SNL, stand-up comic. Uh, here we go. Here's Brooks Whelan. Happy New Year, everyone. I already said that. Bye. So, Brooks. Hey, Todd. <laughs> saw you last night at the Comedy Cellar. Was there, Yeah. I uh, I told you I, I would just walked in and I was like, hey man, how's it going? I didn't didn't realize how hammered I was when I walked into the cellar last. See, night. I didn't know you were hammered at all. That feels that makes me feel better. Uh, Should make you feel worse because it means that that I can handle that it. You must have like a drinking problem. <laughs> well, I well, I had like three beers. Well, maybe like four beers at the the stand before I went over there. And I was like, oh, I just had four beers. And then this morning I woke up. I was like, oh, I drank a bottle of wine before I went to the stand. Forgot about that. You forgot you drank a bottle. Of wine. <laughs> yeah. How, how far into the bottle did you forget? You no. drank, so you were by yourself drinking a whole no, bottle. No, my girlfriend. We were, I like, okay. but she was like, she had like a glass, and you know, I was like hanging yeah. out. She um, had a sensible glass, and you. Had... He had a reasonable Sunday night glass of wine, and then I was like, "Well, I'm going to do a set," and then yeah, and then I, you know, had four beers, and then I totally forgot about the wine, and then went to the cellar uh, just to get wings. I don't even perform there. I just like the wings there. I know the wings are really good there. They're great. Yeah, and then uh, then this morning I woke up. I was like, "Oh man, did I make an ass out of myself at the cellar?" I don't think I did. I was just pretty. Uh no, there was one moment though. You know, I told you, I told you in advance. I was going to ask. I was going to call you out. Oh yeah, yeah you had sure. to go pee, and the the bat, the show had just gotten over, and there was a long line downstairs, yeah. and I was like, "I gotta go. I gotta pee so bad." Uh, so I just went and peed outside on like West Fourth Street, which is not a, is a very busy street. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it is. So uh, it's not one of those quiet peeing streets. No, but, it, but I did like a walk and pee when there's nobody around. We just kind of walk while you pee against a wall. Wow. Yeah, it, I mean it. It works out. It worked out. I've never been caught. No, you've no. done that a lot. Oh yeah, <laughs> a lot for sure. That's one humiliating ticket to get, I imagine. Oh yeah, I have friends who have them for sure. Like I grew up in Iowa, and like we'd walk home from the bars, and it was like two miles to walk home. 
Yeah. And then you, you definitely got to pee on the walk home. But it's a lot easier in Iowa. I guess and there's a lot more uh, empty space in yeah, Iowa. Yeah, it makes more sense there. We're just like, yeah, it's, if you can't pee in the middle of a field. Right. Well, I'm coming across like I have a real problem up I know. Here. It's because I, I set you up to look bad, which, yeah. <laughs> which is what I like to do. When people are nice enough to be on my show, I yeah. like to rip them apart a little. But uh, I saw a guy the other day. I was walking very near the cellar, and this guy was like, he's one of these bro types. I'm going to pee, man. And he chose, like, someone's front door to, like, oh, facing no. a glass front door. It's like if someone walked out, uh, no way, man. they walk straight into yeah. this guy and his dick out. I go alley – uh, away from everybody, a little dark corner. I yeah. definitely, I don't mean to do it. I'm like, this is just a thing that's going to happen, and I apologize. I, you know, I'm not, I don't no, pee I'm on not. door handles. No, no, I know. I just no, I know, but I it might. was something for us to talk about, so I figured. No, I bring talk about it, yeah, and then uh, then I went to uh, meet up with some other friends after the cellar. Oh, you did? Yeah, and smoked cigarettes. I don't even smoke cigarettes. And then this <laughs> morning, I was like, I don't know why I feel terrible. Cigarettes, beer, or wine. Probably the combo. It was a big night for you. It's yeah, like it was your just 18th a, birthday. It was something. just a Sunday. It was a Sunday where my girlfriend was like, <laughs> I'm going to go to bed. Go have fun at your show. And then I just like was like, well, all right. I don't know. I'm leaving New York in like six weeks. Uh -huh. So I'm kind of getting, I'm like having fun while I'm here. It's like, uh, well, I'm going to, you know, soak it up. Yeah, you can do all that without having to call Uber. Yeah, for sure. Or uh, I guess it's not calling Uber, but... But it's just fun to walk around in New York to like different meet up with different. Friends. Oh yeah, it's the best. Yeah, in LA, it's, just, it's like everybody has to be in one spot. In LA, it's like yeah, motorcades where it's like yeah, yeah, for eight sure. of us are ascending on this bar, and then it's closed, and then the eight of us have to get in separate cars. Yeah, well, that was like in the movie um, Swingers. Have you seen that? I haven't in a while, but I did see it. Yeah, where they all drive separate. I'm like, I never drove separate. Do you like to drive places? I now, more and more, I just avoid it. Like if I go on the road, I you know, one of the last tours I did, I just found one guy to open for me in every city, right? Who was willing to drive and? But are you do you're doing one night only in a town? I right? breeze in a town. Ten thousand people show up. Yeah. I, hit, I hit the road before they're they're even done applauding. But I'm saying you do. But you only do one show. You don't do weekends, right? Anymore. I do some some places. I'll do weekends. If I do a weekend, I gotta have a car. Really? Because if I'm fucking marooned at whatever hotel next to a mall, yeah. in fucking Kansas City. That's true. Yeah, I if get you're so in, depressed. If you're on the mall in uh, Grand Rapids or not yeah. or near the the highway in Grand Rapids, you might want a car. So yeah, I always try to rent a car so I can get out of the town uh, so i don't go crazy the reason i don't get a car is because i just i just hate the rental car it's not the driving uh it's just going to the rental car place and all the upselling and the oh so much upselling. oh you want to get this oh you're not getting the insurance oh you know what i do it's just like yeah i just want the 14 dollar day car I know. that I, get, I chose and let me go i get so mad like i'm like yeah i want the smallest car there and the lady's like well you know you're gonna be driving that on the highway i'm like they don't make the small cars so i'm gonna fucking die if i get in a crash like they have to be safe really somewhere. she guilt tripped you? yeah she's like well you know what if you get in a wreck i'm like i'm pretty sure this car is supposed to be okay so like, yeah what do you why are you renting me this car yeah, exactly. why are you in the business of giving <laughs> renting dangerous cars fucking made out of paper mache um but i love a small i love renting a small car because i like parallel parking it because i just feel like i can parallel park yeah anywhere. i, I a, a little tiny smart car that is one thing i don't give a shit about is cars like if someone's picking me up yeah like i don't like to do a show i don't care what it is you don't have to rent the limo a no. car service i don't care the bartender wants to pick me up in his right. shitty car do you have um backstage what do you want what do you have on that 
Uh, you know, I have to look at that because I've been showing up at places. Like I did a show. I don't know how. Maybe this could have been just a misunderstanding where they're like, hey, we got your vodka. Like, oh, I, <laughs> my vodka? I don't <laughs> I think I've had a glass of vodka in the past four years. <laughs> <laughs> just like That was um, when, when I... I used to work at this comedy club in Cedar Rapids called uh, Penguins, and they got Norm Macdonald to come there. Oh, Cedar Rapids. Yeah, I, that's I've where I started. It. Uh, and they got Norm Macdonald to come one time, and I think it was like roast beef sandwich or something. And then he showed up, and the owner's like, we got you a roast beef sandwich. And Norm's like, eh, I don't know where, where that comes from. Like a fucking rope. Everybody gives me roast beef sandwiches. I've never asked for a roast beef. It's like must somebody must have said Norm loves roast beef. Right. Fucking everybody now gives him roast beef sandwiches, and he's just like, what the fuck? I've had that happen. I think there might be sandwiches on my... Someone probably... I probably just said, oh, the basic stuff. Right. And then someone wrote, you know, sandwiches and, and, and vegetables. So then all this... It, I have had the same thing with sandwiches. Like, I'll never, ever order a sandwich in my <laughs> life unless it's like a hot grilled chicken sandwich. But I'll... They show like you show up and there's like random food. Like there's your dinner. It's like oh, <laughs> don't I get to pick what I want to eat at this point in my life? Yeah, I'm on prison. Oh man, the only thing I have because I just when I do colleges, they're like, what do you want? I was like, I don't need anything. And yeah, the college you'll, kids, you'll be careful what you ask for at a college. Well, the college kids were like, no, we want to do. You know, we had like Wanda Sykes and she wanted all this stuff, and I was like, all right, I'll take a Mountain Dew and Twizzlers. And then I got there, and it was one can of warm Mountain Dew and then a fucking pack of Twizzlers. I was like, all right, guys, if you're going to do it, at least make a cold Mountain Dew. Like, oh, it was warm. Yeah. It was just like, the, I was like, you guys made me do this, and now you did it terribly. And also buy a few other things while you're yeah. at shopping. I know and I then, only asked for those two things, but yeah. buy, buy some M&Ms as well. Right. But I don't know. Uh, can you eat before a show, or do you like to eat before? Yeah, I can totally eat. I can do whatever. Yeah. I'd drink or be sober. It's probably better <laughs> to be sober. I did um, Ass Cat monologue where I was kind of drunk, and that's uh, that wasn't great. No. Like, uh, cause you, like I can perform. Uh, I can throw it in autopilot if I need to stand up. But like, with, Not when you're improv. With improv. I was like, what the, what the fuck am I doing? What was the suggestion? So I was like, I don't do that You anymore. should put that on your website as your slogan. I can put it into autopilot. <laughs> If I need to, You're I looking can for throw a guy who will always be on autopilot. I'm I op- guy. Yeah, I opened my show last night. I don't know why I opened it, but I opened. Uh, me and my girlfriend um, watched the movie Pocahontas, uh-huh. and I was just really upset about the misuse of the the raccoon Miko. I thought he was really funny, and he should have been used more. <laughs> and I was making her laugh really hard talking about it while we're watching Pocahontas. And last night I tried to open with that. And it did fucking so I had to throw it back into autopilot to like a couple <laughs> jokes that work because everyone's like the f- I haven't fucking seen Pocahontas since '95. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, uh, that's it funny. Works great if you're watching Pocahontas. Yeah, but that's the only I, time. that made me laugh though. So I, I if I were there, I would have been laughing it <laughs> good, laughing it up the way I laugh it up, which all is right. not laughing at all. But <laughs> but I'll go that. You would, yeah, I would have got off. You go. I like that Pocahontas. Hey man, no, yeah, the Pocahontas thing was good. Right? The <laughs> raccoon, I liked it. Yeah, exactly. even though you didn't see me smile during it, I liked. It. <laughs> so you, um, you just got off the road with uh, John Oliver, didn't you? Yeah, I opened for John Oliver for a few, just like a small stint. That dude <clears throat> has got to be one of the biggest fucking stand-ups touring right now. It was his shows were so good. Where where did you play? We played uh, Atlanta. Where in Atlanta? I need the venues. Uh, yeah, I know. Tabernacle? No, it was the Performing Arts Center, PAC, I think it was okay. called. Like, it, they're all like different, like Performing Arts Centers, the Raleigh uh, Arts of the Centers, yeah. Columbus and Madison, the Orpheum Theater, which was great. And like his 
I mean, John is really great. Yeah. Because he like just, you know, I've never seen a dude take the, I mean this in a good way, take these amount of shows uh, that chill. Like he just walks up and, you know, 10 minutes on what we did that day to start, you know. Oh, really? To like 3,000 people. And yeah, yeah. that's, that's pretty impressive. It was so impressive. I was like, you know, and he was, you know building more and more and more. I was like, did you do any warm up shows before that you did this? He's like, no, just the first show back was to 3000 people. He hadn't done a, sh- a show in like six months because of his, because sh- of last week tonight. Wow. I was like, dude, you're fucking nuts. And it was so good. So you did Atlanta, Atlanta, Raleigh, Columbus, Ohio, and then Madison. It was just a short run. How long did he have you do? That's what he was so fucking cool. He's like, if for the early show, he would be like, do 15, do 15 to 20. And then I would just do 15, yeah. you know, because yeah. he, I, I don't ever want to You don't want to be, don't to want to be make, the guy who goes yeah. over. Who, yeah. I don't want to make him cut his set. And right. then for the late show, he was like, do 30. I don't care. It's the late show. So he was so chill about it. Whenever they do that, I go, well, how about, can I do 10? Yeah. <laughs> I saw, yeah, I saw the <laughs> 10 Lucas. killer in and out. Boom. 3000. Bye bye. Then yeah. I go backstage and eat some food. Yeah, man. It was great. That was really cool. His crowds were, were the best. I imagine they would smart. be, you know, anyone who watched that show yeah. would be a good audience member. And he's a really nice guy. He's Yeah, he was just fun to travel with. How did you guys travel? Plan, just planes. He, just regular planes? Totally, yeah, totally regular. I mean, he's such like a, um, yeah, he's not a, doesn't need much. He's just like, yeah, he's like from working class. He's like really into like, you know, working class from England and stuff like that. So did you... Did you guys travel together though? Were you on the yeah, same flights? Same flights, but you know, did, never sat next to each other or anything. That's your way of saying he was in first class. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. like that. We never sat next to each other <laughs> because I was in was... row thirty-eight and he was in row two. But he was great, man. That was like those are some of the funnest shows I've ever done. Yeah, it made me feel really good about. It's comedy. pretty. Uh, it's kind of the ideal thing because it's this great, this like huge crowd that. You probably couldn't get yourself. Like, no. But when I do it, it's like, yeah, there's no, there's no 3,000 people and showing up to see me. Also featuring, like going up in front of somebody, I haven't done that in a while. It's so, there's no pressure. Like yeah. you're just a bonus if you're funny. Right. People are like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that was going to be there. And I, I, I liked it. And if they didn't like it, they're like, ah, I didn't even come for that anyway. Right. So there's no pressure. Yeah. There's always weird. I always see people kind of pouring in though. Oh, dude, yeah, it was. And you're like, why don't you watch the show from the beginning? You yeah. know, there's another, another some, maybe whoever is like the bonus, you said, you right. might like. Totally, yeah. It, you get it your was, full dollar's worth. But his crowds were so good that it would just take like two minutes to get everybody's attention and then they were in. But I'm with you of like, people are like, what? Okay, so shows at eight, what time does it start? Fucking like, opening act. We see the fucking opening fucking act. Fucking stand up like, comedy. It's not, you can't, you're not going to walk in during foreigners and opening. Also, yeah, everyone you like has been an opening act. Yeah. Who you end up paying $75 to see. Yeah. So. Watch the opening acts, people. Were you, did you get nervous in, in a crowd that big? No, not really. I, SNL, I did SNL and it fried me. I, nothing makes me nervous anymore. That was like the most nervous I've ever been. And then it's just like, oh, nothing can like truly terrify me like that. Well, we'll be talking about that a little later. Yeah. But li- it, I used to get nervous. And then after that, no, I, that, those shows don't make me nervous anymore. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It, I recorded my, I recorded an album in November and I got a little nervous before that just because I was like, man, this needs to be good. But that was like the last, if it was exciting to get nervous again, I was like, man, I forgot what it was like. Where did you record that? In Madison at this comedy on state. Oh, that's a good place. It was so great. Yeah. That's a good yeah. place. I like that place, the comedy attic in Bloomington. Yeah. Also good. 
and Acman. Also good. Those are like my three. If yeah, I could just do clubs. those once a year, I'd be fine. So you travel with John Oliver after the show? Do you guys go somewhere? Sometimes, uh, usually it would get over pretty late and we were flying out. It was like day, 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 like show would get over at midnight. We'd be flying out at six in the morning. Oh, really? So yeah. Cause you know, it wasn't cause you have to like, I was like, what the fuck are we flying out so early for? And then the road manager was like, oh, you, we need in case the flight gets canceled. You know, you can't yeah. you need to make sure we get to these places. Yeah. I mean, that's reasonable. Totally reasonable. But I wonder I was, why I didn't get a bus because it was like Atlanta. It was only four shows. Right. Atlanta, then over to North Carolina, then Ohio, then up to Madison. I mean, oh, it, was, so it would have been like 15 hour drives. Maybe. Yeah. Not super close. I mean, like 12. So did you say so you didn't go out after the show? No, we'd have like a beer or two at backstage and chill and talk about whatever we were talking about. Like that was the other the cool thing uh, uh, that he would do. Like we'd be having a conversation and then he, they'd be like, oh, Brooks, you got to go on. And like halfway through the conversation, we're talking about fucking I don't, like ACDC or something. Uh-huh. Then like I'm like, oh, OK, I go on. I do my set. Then I introduce John. Then he does like an hour and 20 murdering the 3000 people then he comes back off not even like hey john good job he's like acdc like straight back into the exactly where we were i was like oh man that's hilarious yeah did uh did he get recognized a lot when you were hanging out with him um yeah but uh his voice really he wears like a hat but his voice definitely you know yeah you can't put a hat on that voice yeah you can't john john Uh, you can't put a hat on that voice nice try (laughs) i know who you are man uh well that sounds like are you gonna do more with him I think so. I mean, he's going back to work on a show and he's like, I got, okay. our road manager was Australian. And so I was getting better at getting my um, Australian and English accents, but I still can't do them very well. I'm terrible. At yeah. Accents. But he was like, Hey, if we do it again, see, that's Australian. Australians nasally is what I'm realizing. But he's like, Hey, if we do it again, I can't fucking do it. I got no, fired. That, you just sounded like I got uh, fired from SNL. I can't do any voices. Sounded like Paul McCartney there. Yeah. Some. Well, thanks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if we do it again, I'll, I would love to, it's just, the most real it's fun to do stand up with no purpose behind it like i was getting ready for an album uh-huh. for like three months it was always like an ulterior motive of like i gotta work on this joke i gotta work on this joke i gotta figure out the order yeah whenever you're like in preparation yeah. mode as opposed to i'm trying to have fun it's 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 hard yeah so these were the first shows back from recording that tour i was like i'm just having fun on stage and that was the best yeah yeah and it's nice to have fun when you're only doing 15 minutes. You can just... Oh, my God. So easy. 15 minutes to people who paid a lot of money to see it. Yeah. Did, um, how were the hotels? Let's, we should always talk about that. Um, we, we stayed in one super nice when the other ones were all just really normal. Like a Marriott type situation? Yeah, Marriott. We stayed at one Ritz-Carlton. That was there the you go. fanciest. I went to, to the workout room. To Not to lift weights, but I run. To, <laughs> to look at people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like... Because I drink, I like run to detox. Uh-huh. Um, but I went there and it's the first workout room I've ever been in that had like free, like just a bunch of vitamin waters in the fridge. To oh, take really? It. I was like, oh my God. And then I took like six and then come, as I opened <laughs> That's up why the door, other hotels don't do that. It's because yeah, people like you. Like, exactly. There's <laughs> like been two people in the gym and we're already out. We have to restock. Yeah. Uh, but I walked out as the dude was like, I was the only one in there and I was like, nobody will see me taking these six vitamin waters. And as I opened the door, a guy walked in and it was like, Okay. Like, well, I don't know about that vitamin water. Is it like, is that, doesn't have a lot of sugar in it? I think it is so much sugar in it, but it's got, it tells me it's good for me. Hey, vitamin water. I'm not trashing you. I'm just sort of exploring things right 50, now. Yeah, 50 <laughs> Cent will come over here. I was exploring. Oh, it's, oh that's right. He's got he's his own flavor. Fucking, right? Yeah, he's the guy over there. Well, cool. If he's if 50 Cent comes over, you're going to be sitting down behind his mic. 
I'd be like, hey, dude, we weren't done yet. We'll do a quick 20-minute episode with 50 Cent because I don't know anything to ask him. Uh, What's being shot like? That's all I'd ask That's right, nine times. Yeah. What was that like? Probably, oh, it was a bitch. It sucked. (laughs) Uh, So I saw you at Union Hall. Union Hall. Oh, yeah. Whose show was that? I don't remember. I think it was Turner, Nick Turner's. Show. Yeah. Yeah. And was it like hours after you found out you were going, weren't going back to SNL? Oh my God. It was the, it was the next day. Uh, it was the day after I got fired. I did do a set. I got, I found out I got fired. <clears throat> I did immediately go over to Whiplash. Uh, Jeremy Levenbach runs that room at UCB and went on stage like maybe 15, maybe, maybe an hour after being fired and just had like kind of a meltdown, but it was great. The one you saw was more controlled. I thought, I mean, I was like, I wasn't like, I was like, un, I wasn't happy that you weren't going back, but I was right. like, wow, this is kind of a, I'm kind of glad I'm seeing this because this is kind of this guy's being real and oh, like, man. could have just canceled the show or, yeah. or not even mentioned it, but you kind of are, uh, yeah, well, I mean, it just talks about getting fired and being mad at the show, um, which at the time I wasn't like in retrospect, I'm, I'm kind of glad to be gone, but at that yeah there was like a week of like super raw shows where i was just like bum and hard on stage but like that's the only way that's how i like deal with anything it's like let me go do comedy well, that's perfect if you can i mean it's a perfect way to deal with especially yeah. since like, it's a comedy show that... yeah for sure that people are aware of and they're like oh this is interesting it was like an interesting you know like <laughs> i was like i was pretty mad at that time i was like all about fuck that show uh now i don't say you that. didn't seem mad i good, thought you good. were like because when i saw it, i was like wow he's in he seems all right about this. He's going to be all right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't on stage like, man, I'm fucking pissed. But I was like, in my heart, I was pretty mad. And also, know? what would that gain you? If it you're gains, like, fuck that shit. Yeah, it gains you know? nothing. Right. I didn't say fuck that. I never, but I was just like, man, um, I don't even remember those sets. I recorded the Whiplash one. I have it. I haven't. So that was a true meltdown? It wasn't a true meltdown, but it was just open up with, I literally just got fired from Saturday Night Live. And then I like snapped on an audience member for liking some other joke. And I was like, why am I yelling at you? You're the people I need to like <laughs> no. me. It's like, it's like, you didn't fire me. Yeah, I was just on edge. Uh, how did they, uh, how did they let you know? It was, um, well, I mean, you get, uh, when I left the, at the end of the season, in my head, I was like, I got a 50-50 shot of going back. Because uh, it was like the largest cast they'd ever had. It was like 18 people yeah. in the history of the show. It was fucking huge. Um, and I was like, I didn't kill it, but I feel like I did well enough behind the scenes of like getting shit to dress and like getting better as the season went on because I'd never written a sketch. Uh-huh. And by the end of the season, I was getting like a lot of stuff on. It was good. Um, so I was like, if they look at that, I'm good. I think they'll let me back. Um, but if they just look at you know, this cast is huge. This guy didn't get a lot on. I'm gone. Um, and then it was the day that I knew it was like July 15th was the day that they had to renew me. Uh, so I got a call from my agent and she was like, Hey, and I was like, did I get fired? And she was like, yeah. And like, that's all, that's how I found out. It was a bummer. And then I went and did shows. You can almost tell by the way she said, hey. Yeah, no, that's exactly. I, it wasn't like. She was like, hey. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much. That's why I was like, did I get fired? Because it was a very bummer. Hey. Is it? I mean, is it? It's not really. Is it really getting fired, though? Or is it just no, like you just they're going to get rid of some people yeah. next year? And, yeah. You, I mean, just, I guess I you could call it fired. Get, but. Yeah. They said, well, I tweeted um, fired from New York. It's Saturday night. Oh, that's good. It was funny. Yeah. Uh, did and, Lauren Michaels retweet that? Oh, yeah, dude. That dude's all over Twitter. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, but they were like, hey, you didn't get fired. You got, you didn't get renewed. And I was like, fuck you, man. Like, oh, they, they contacted you? That's what they told my agent. Oh. Like, hey, dude, he didn't get fired. And I was like, yeah, I did. Yeah, I mean, but it's, maybe it is. That is the way to look at it, that you didn't get renewed. 
Yeah, no, it's not like a... The, yeah, they weren't saying, you suck, get out of here. Right, exactly. Um, it's like the further removed I get from it, the better I am. Like, well, I was told by one of the head writers that like the consensus from like Lauren was like, Brooks is funny, but he's not a sketch comedian, which is absolutely true. Uh-huh. So he was not wrong. Because um, I just, when I auditioned for the show with just stand-up, which is like five minutes of stand-up, and then uh, they hired me to be a writer, and I was like, that was the dream. Like, that's what I wanted to do. And then, like, right before the show happened, they put me in the cast, and I was like, oh, this is great. And then it was like, a, you know, it wasn't that great. Why? Uh, where did you audition? In L.A.? Um, I had made a really weird tape, like, two years ago, or t- like, a year before it all happened, um, to where I submitted it, and I can't do impressions. Uh-huh. So it was just a bunch of these weird characters. Uh, just because they're like, SNL needs people. And I was like, that'd be neat. And so my manager was like, put it on tape. Just come to my office. Just put something on tape. And then we submitted it, and then the response we got back was, this is the weirdest tape we got. That's not a bad thing. That's just great that they watched it. Yeah, yeah. They were like, this is the weird... That's what I thought. I was like, oh my God, SNL watched that tape. Yeah. And then the next year, I was doing Montreal, that comedy festival, and Seth Meyers was there. And uh, it went great. And then he was like, I like that, dude. And then they are like, oh, he sent in a super weird tape. So then they had me audition for Lauren at I.O. West in um, West Hollywood. Uh-huh. And it went fucking... Awesome. Like it was like unrepresentative of how good I was at right. stand up comedy at that time. It was just like, because everybody was doing characters and I just went on and I was like, I'm going to do stand up comedy and I pray to God that's okay. Oh, you uh, said that out loud? That's what I opened with. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like murdered. Uh, and then it was just, yeah, it just went great. I spent like a minute. I broke the mic stand on accident, like open, like the mic stand was broken. You have like five minutes and they cut your mic. It's like a hard out. Wow. Because it's so many people. Yeah. I spent like a minute fixing the mic stand to start my set after I said that other thing. And then I was like, well, that was a gross misuse of my time. Uh, it was just was weird. Like I seemed like I didn't care a ton, uh-huh. which I did. But I was like, you were loose, though. very loose. Uh, and then that worked out great. And then they hired me to be uh, a writer. And then right before the season, they put me in the cast. So you got hired as a writer based on the five-minute set? That's how the where fucking- Where one minute was you adjusting the dude, mic? that's how the show is, man. It's insane. It's uh, like, <clears throat> they, like so many people submit writing packets. Also, I learned, don't tell all the writers on your first day at the at this dream job. Like, I've, I've oopsied my way into this. <laughs> I goofed up and they liked it. Oh, you guys didn't do four-minute sets? <laughs> yeah. Together, guys, a really guys, high-paying writing job? <laughs> you guys wrote packets and, oh, and tried really hard, yeah, went well, to Harvard? It took me a couple of minutes <laughs> to think of, you know, I, I have to think of something to say when the mic cord came out. The, uh, I auditioned for them once. You did? I, I got, yeah, I did like a preliminary audition for, I guess, some of the producers. And then uh, I did a set at the comic strip with Lauren in the audience. How, who all, who else was on that showcase? I have no, I, I don't remember. Okay. But, you know, well, I don't know who was there. But they, uh, I was, yeah, I was kind of like, I mean, this is cool that I'm doing this, but I don't know. Dude. I'm not going to be some amazing character guy, so yeah. I don't know why I'm doing this. And so I wasn't at all surprised when that's where it, you know, it, it didn't go further than that. That's how I felt the whole time I was on the show. I was like, well, this is cool. This was not the plan. And it was never like, I want to be on SNL. Like I was uh-huh. like, I did, you know, obviously it was like, oh, being on SNL is cool. But like as a standup, you're like, that's just not in the cards. Right. Um, so the whole time I was there, I was like, this is just weird and this is awesome. Uh, and then, you know, 
that wore off after about three weeks, after like four weeks of just being like, this is really neat. Then it kicked into like, dude, I need to get on this fucking show. And that's when you start, I started getting Well, they like, gave you a little taste of it. Yeah. I started getting frustrated with the, with the whole process. Cause I was like, at first I was like, just be happy to be here. And then by the end I was like, fuck this. Like, let me do it. Yeah. Right. It, you are, they don't, you don't get a lot of sleep when you're on that show, dude. No. And that's the hardest part. Not the n lack of sleep, but like the lack of sleep that ends in failure. You're like, you know, 90 hour work week. And then, which, you know, fuck, it's a 90 hour in a comedy job. Right, like, there's people, food everywhere. There's people who really have like 90 hour work yeah. weeks in a coal mine. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, your sketch got cut for time. <laughs> like, I fucking, my best friend died. Um, I don't know why his friend died. In this coal mining. Oh, you, uh, all you were doing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured that wasn't, you weren't just telling me about a friend of yours who died. No, no, no. That's how I brought it up. Yeah, I know what you're I'm saying. I'm just having a meltdown. But either way, but so yeah, you're just kind of exhausted. And then, you know, like, it's always like a, like a carrot kind of dangled in front of you. Like while you're there, like, oh, my sketch made it to dress. Oh, awesome. Now my sketch made it through dress rehearsal. Now this is usually the only thing I would be in is like the one sketch I'd gotten it into dress. So like everything hung on that sketch for me. So there was like four times where that sketch made it onto the live show, but it was going to like close the live show. Uh -huh. um, and that's the only thing I'm in and I'm excited. And then like four times, like right before, like at like, you know, 1250, they, somebody grabbed me and they're like, we're running long. Your sketch got cut. Like, Ooh. so that's where I would have like, Oh, so that's even that's after while the, dress. Yeah. That's after dress while the live show's happening and you're excited. You're like, you know, like excited about to go do my sketch in costume. And then they're like, Hey, we're not doing it. And that's when I would have these fucking mental breakdowns of just like, Oh my God. Yeah. Where you're like, Oh, my sketch is coming up. I'm nervous about that. And then I'm also nervous because yeah. they might come up to me. And oh like, man. Yeah. And then we get cut. That was, I thought like, um, I thought like I was done uh, crying as an adult. Uh -huh. I was just like, I, I think I'm done crying. And then I worked at that <laughs> show and I cried like, only twice, but it was both of the, like, in those moments where, like, your schedule's covered time, you're like, oh, I'm not in the show. And then I would just, like, have this, like, i just, like, go to the bathroom and just, like, start crying. I was like, what am I doing? This is a TV show. Yeah. It was gnarly. That's why I'm not super bummed to be off of it. I'm like, well, I don't have to uh, go through that. Right. What do you, um, so was Lauren the guy, ultimately, who was, was it always his call whether to cut something? Or was it, like, it did was, they you know, meet it, and talk about it and... It was always, you know, the I was writing super weird sketches, like the weirdest sketches. So those are the ones that closed the show usually. You uh -huh. know? Um, so they would always be the final sketch of the night. And then that's the most dangerous spot. Right. Because every other sketch goes a minute longer than it's supposed to. Yeah. Or like 10 seconds. Yeah. You know, yeah. like if the fucking like any time when you're in the cast and you have a sketch later in the show, anytime an applause break starts, you're like, fuck this. This is bad news because that means stretching the sketch like shit, shit, shit. Stop applauding. Or if they have that part where like they're cracking each other up. Oh, man, that would drive. It. Yeah. Yeah. That's bye bye sketch. Yeah. Glad you guys are cracking each other up. <laughs> Absolutely. Bye bye sketch. For sure. Did you do anything for weekend update? I did um, two. I got on twice there, just doing stand up. I wrote a bunch. I wrote probably like twenty five weekend update pieces, and only two of them. They only like let two on, uh, which is you know, it's just like a maybe like a ninety five percent of my shit didn't get on. There's a lot of no's at that show. Can you use that stuff? Can you submit that somewhere else if you were ever or produce it or? Oh, for sure. I mean, like Lauren's cool about he he's loves writers, you know. Um, so he's like, if you wrote something, it's yours, really. I mean, 
not if it get not if it goes on the show, but I'm there's no way they could have any problem with me writing a sketch that they didn't pick going and like producing it on my own. Uh-huh. Even though I tried looked at them, SNL sketches don't really work outside of <laughs> SNL. <laughs> Yeah. They're kind of can't do one on stage at the stand. Right? Yeah, no, I mean it's also like to over to produce them. It's just SNL sketches are so weird. So just live it doesn't they don't work really well if you like try to film them because they're kinda, I don't know written for live is weird. Did they ever do any sort of follow up or was it always through your agent? You never got like a note or a letter. Um, then after I got let go, I had you know I met and had dinner or drinks with like all the different producers that were just like, Hey man, sorry, that sucks. You know, um, the shit's, you know, not fair, that type of bullshit. Yeah. But Lauren, I never, I haven't talked to that guy since then. Well, he's here. <laughs> he's in my living <laughs> hey, room. Hey Brooks, we yes. want you to come back. <laughs> oh my God, I will. It wasn't burst. No, yeah. it was not. We made a mistake. Oh uh, man. So you're going to move to LA now, back to LA. Back to LA. I lived there for, uh, yeah, for five years before I got on SNL. Why are you moving back? Because it's where the TV is. It's where the TV is. Where like the writing is. Um, I just want to write on TV shows. Yeah, which, which was like the goal. So I just want to go there and you know work on TV shows and shit. Do you? Uh, do you have a place there already? Uh, I'm going to find one in like two weeks, but I'll live in like Los Feliz. Have you ever lived out there for any? Uh, like, excuse me, like three weeks at a time. I've I've lived there. I think once for like three and a half weeks. Oh, I like it there. You've been here for since, how long? Since uh. Well, I was born here. Oh, I didn't know. But that. then I came back in '89. It's That's a long cool. time. Yeah, I, New York. It was. If I moved to New York City straight from Iowa, I would have loved it. I would have thought because everywhere is better than I grew up in Iowa, uh-huh. and I would have been like, "Oh, this is how to live." But I went to LA first, and then being in LA and coming here, I did not like how you have to live in the city versus how I lived in LA. Because I like having a car and being able to like fucking escape just be like all right i've got to i'm gonna go to the desert and just like chill out for a day you can do that here just go to macy's no exactly yeah it's just like the least popular floors in macy's just, <laughs> just hang i go hanging out at a janitor closet in macy's yeah I, no i mean every time i go to la it's like oh man like why do i ever think of not living here yeah, I but then I know that the tr- then I park and then I'm like, oh, I, this is every day. No way. Yeah, I totally understand that. But like, my girlfriend and I had to do Christmas shopping yesterday, and we had to plan. It was like a fucking five hours of walking around. I was like, if we were heading fucking near do one shit on Target, I know, I know. But she had to get shit for her. Uh, that's what sucked. I had done all my stuff online for like nieces and nephews, but she had to go get stuff for her coworkers. So I was so over it. By like the third star, I was like, "They're coworkers. Buy them, whatever. Who gives a shit? Gift cards. Yeah, buy them online. I love it. Yeah, I was getting it turned into a grump fest. <laughs> by the end, I was pretty. I was like, just fucking get them coffee. Let's go. So your first time on stage was in Iowa. Yeah, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. I've never done that club. I've done one show at the Mill in Iowa City. I just did the Mill. It was really good. I love the Mill. Was... Iowa City is like a cool scene. Yeah, it's a really nice, cool city. Cool city. Yeah, or town or whatever. Yeah, I lived. That's where I went to college. Oh, you did. Yeah, so I peed all over that city. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I started at Cedar Rapids at this place called Penguins when I was like nineteen, and they were cool. They then I got a job there, um, running the lights. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember Gallagher came down early one time. Like he was supposed to do like Friday Saturday. Showed up on Wednesday. It was insane. Like what? What are you doing here, Gallagher? Is the open mic? 
And I was like, hey, I was, I was running the open mic and I was like, Gallagher, holy shit. Wow. This is so cool to meet you. We'd love it if you went and did some time. Yeah. Like, if you, do you want to do some time? The people here go crazy. You're fucking Gallagher. So open mic. This is Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And he was like, I don't play for free. Like, that's how he said. And I was like, all right, I respect that, Gallagher. And then he just sat in the back and kind of heckled the open micers. Dude. I, you know, I've heard stuff about it. It was so crazy. Like, oh, somebody would tell God. a joke, you know, and then you would just hear in the back, he'd be like, no, 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 try it this way. Oh. And he'd give them tags. And I had to go and be like, hey, you can Gallagher, do that we, after the show. We really, if you want to hang we out. really appreciate, you know, that's nice note, but fucking, these guys are nervous. They've never done stand up, and now you're yelling at them. It's really weird. Don't do that, man. Yeah. That's crazy. It was so nuts. It was like the weirdest thing ever. Like, why? Well, I just, you should know that, like, would you want someone doing that during your show? No. Okay. Then you don't, like, yeah. I don't have to explain why that's wrong. Oh, man. That's and crazy. I, and then I remember another thing I said to him was, uh, I was like, oh, you know, I'm only, I'm only 20. I've only been doing this like a year, you know, because, you know, I was excited. And he was just like, first thing I ever wrote made me a million dollars. I was like, oh, well, you're, I just guess we're not going to talk. <laughs> I guess this. I'm going to shoot down everything you say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if you go on stage, I'm going to heckle you. Yeah. But it's like, meanwhile, you're like, well, you are, what are you doing tonight? Like, what's. Why are you in Cedar? Why'd you, how'd you get here two days oh, early? Oh, two days <laughs> Yeah. He's probably just had like four days off between, God, he must have been just fried from the road. And... Yeah. I don't know. But that was like my first, I was like, went back to my college apartment and told my friends, I was like, I'm in show business, guys. Yeah. We're talking with Gallagher today. A friend of mine ran into him at a Starbucks and ended talking to him for a while, but I don't think he heckled him at Starbucks. Oh, yeah. No, that's not how you make the coffee. <laughs> Smash it. Uh, so how often could you go on? So you did, was there like a whole, I, I seem to remember way back that there was a lot of one-nighters and stuff. In There's a ton of one-nighters. There, I, I ran a one-nighter every Wednesday in Iowa City at this place called The Summit, which was attached, the comedians would come through, do the summit on Wednesday, then they would do Friday, Saturday at this place, Jokers in Cedar Falls. And then there would be, I just had to drive a, a ton. Be like an open mic once a month at Penguins, and then once a month at the other Penguins. It was in the Quad Cities, and I would drive to Chicago and Kansas City a lot, just to do time. Right. Which is fucking When nice. did you start? How long ago? I started when I was 19. I'm 28 now. So, oh, it's like nine, nine years, years ago. Solid amount of time to be done. Uh, yeah, when I was uh, when I was um, meeting with Lauren to to do uh, SNL, like they do this whole like you just go out for drinks with them and shit before you do the network test here. Uh, and he's like, "How long have you been doing stand up?" And I was like, seven years." And he was like, "You should say four. You're good for four. And I was like, "Oh man, okay." It was such a burn. <laughs> That's... What a, yeah, I was like, I did see when you said that, I thought, oh, maybe he's just trying to make it sound like you're, I'm really young and. No, but he was like early. No, he was just like, you're good. You're good for four. I was like, oh, that's mean. Okay. Yeah, that's a little mean. Yeah. Like, but I understand it. Like, cause I mean, the first three years I was just getting up once or twice a week in Iowa, but I'd been in LA like doing it every night for four years at that time. So in my brain, I was like, maybe he is just a genius who knows exactly how long my skill level is that so his math was right or i mean i had been you know pussyfoot i'd been doing stand-up but not every night yeah well, three years before i moved but it's still three years and also you're in iowa stage. it's not like there's 10 open mics yeah i was doing as, as much as i could i heard des moines a cool city i think I'm, I'm gonna go there next year yeah des moines is all right i don't know i've never <laughs> really hung out there i no? think it has i heard it's like a new hipster city 
I read that too, which I was there a little bit ago. I don't agree with. I don't know how anywhere in Iowa can be like. Iowa City is a bit. Iowa, Iowa City is because Iowa City is just the University of Iowa. There's that great bookstore. Was it Prairie something? Prairie Lights. Yeah, with that good coffee shop. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, that place is great. Iowa City is great because it, uh, it's just a college town. Yeah. But yeah, I lived there. Uh, and then I would drive to Chicago and Kansas City a lot. And then when I graduated um, in 2009, I, I got a degree in biomedical engineering. I was going to ask you. Yeah. Biomedical engineering? Yeah. So that's what I got my degree in. Wow. It was weird. My girlfriend at the time was, she was like, I want to be an engineer. And I was like, me too. And so that's why. I, <laughs> you did it in your Gallagher voice? Yeah. And then he showed up and was like, no, no, no. <laughs> I think he's got like some sort of science background. Probably. I think he's a chemist. Yeah, that sounds right. So I got a job in um, Irvine, California, at this, at the, like this number one heart valve company in the world. The best one, the, literally the best one. It's called Edwards Life Sciences because uh, I studied cardiovascular biomechanics and wrote all these papers on heart valves. So it was like literally like the one place I could get a job because it was so specific. And so I got the job and I moved to LA, and then uh, worked there for two years before I got fired because I was just like driving from Irvine to Los Angeles every night to do shows. It's like a fucking... Did you do that Irvine improv right there, man? Oh, that's where I got in. That was the first place I like got in because no one hung out at the Irvine improv but me. Have I you was... seen their new location? I heard it's huge. Yeah, it's like a 600 seat. It I've was... never seen anything like it. It was already too big. Yeah. It was already too big. Yeah, I don't... I don't... I mean, I only did one show there in front of a... You know, it was a, a bunch of people were on the show, but there was definitely wasn't full or anything. Which I can't imagine how often that would get full. I can't either. Like, it was so big already. It's like that's four times the size of the average club in New York City. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm plus like going on the road. I'm like, wait, I like small clubs so much more, way more. I don't need. But they are attached to that umami burger. Oh, there's an umami burger yeah, out that, there. Yeah, that's where they do their food. I didn't know that. So. That's a win. I'll do one more night there for those umami. <laughs> you give me one of those umamis. Hook me up. So do you, um, was there, were there a lot of comics in Iowa? Not when I started. I think there are now. There was like one other dude. Where was your, was your first show at Penguins? Absolute first show? Yeah. So well, you just sign up for an open mic. Just sign up for an open mic. You people or anything. No. Yeah. I mean, that's the other cool thing about starting in the uh, Midwest Especially Chicago. Chicago is the best place to start because people, you can get people to go to open mics there and it's not it's not oversaturated. Like, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, let's go watch comedians. The open mics in Cedar Rapids were fucking amazing because it's just filled with regular people. Yeah. Yeah. That's you, cool. Yeah. You didn't have to bring anybody. It was it was like a great way to kind of get started. Yeah. Because I couldn't imagine. I don't know how people start here. I have no idea. So I can I can understand starting in New York more than L.A. I don't know. That would be the fucking hardest. Open yeah, I always imagine what it would be like if you just walked. In. I mean, I guess I know what it's like because when I moved here, I was only done. I'd only done it a year, so I can't say that I was like established on any level. But it must be weird to just go. I'm gonna like, where do you begin? Like, I've no. It's amazing that you could rise to the top starting in New York. That's true. Just, I mean, fucking yeah. <laughs> like Michael Che started here like four years ago. He, I wrote with him at SNL a bunch, yeah. and he was like. When we were there, he was like, uh, like making fun of all the, the new faces at Montreal last year. Well, he was like, man, I don't know any of these guys. And I was like, well, they started comedy after you did. <laughs> I mean, before you did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I fucked up that joke. Oh, yeah. But yeah, Che, was, che is like the ultimate, like, 
He's like, yeah, I did an open mic, and now I host weekend updates. It's yeah, yeah. He's, he's had a nice. He's he's a nice guy, but he's had a nice ride. No, he's so. he's the best. He helped me. He helped me a ton at SNL. And I really like him, but it is fun to make fun of him. But he's humble. He's like, I started late, is what he says. He's like, I started late, so I had like um, a point of view versus when I was like nineteen. I was like, serial characters are crazy. Yeah, that was my material. He started late. How old did he start? He started. He started when he was like twenty-seven or oh. something. Comparatively, yeah, I guess that's pretty. That's a little bit late, but I suppose people have started later for sure. When did you start? I was twelve years old. No, I oh my god, I was twenty. <laughs> I wish three. I wish you did stand up as a twelve-year-old with the exact point of view you have right Sometimes now. Sometimes you go to comedy clubs and they have like a Tuesday's kitty comedy night, and right? You're like, okay, well, it shouldn't be. <laughs> it shouldn't be. Yeah, I did. I I started writing jokes in a notebook when I was like in fifth grade and I like <laughs> I still have the notebook it's just like all jokes about um, my mom in laundry so it's pretty it's good <laughs> stuff I, I open with it in my album do you really? no it's so bad as well if it works it works yeah the um, shit, what was I going to say so do you have your some road stuff coming up? no I mean a little bit not a bunch I'm just moving back to LA I oh, just did right. like six months of the road that led to the album recording, which comes out January 27th. Plug. I'm going to uh, bleep the plug. No. Damn it. <laughs> January 27th. Who's putting it out? Uh, New Wave. Oh, they're putting out your album, too. Yeah. So does that include a, uh, a special as well? No, no. I wanted to do like an hour special, um, but Comedy Central was like, no, not yet. Uh, so I think I got to do the half hour. And I was like, well, I don't know how many people watch the half hour. You know, it launched a lot of people. I think. No, I know. I but, think Hedberg and Dane. But I'm Cook saying now. Very popular. But I'm saying now, uh-huh. like with the current. So I was like, I want to have an album that coincides with that half hour. If I even, I, I haven't even been offered it. But if I do the half hour this year, this album, I'm going to do the, that material probably on the half hour. But yeah, the half hour back in the day was insane. When did you do yours? Did you get to make a, your backdrop? Uh, yeah, I did two of them where you got to. And both times I picked real. One time I picked a big lime. I think that was in ninety before two thousand. Then I think I did one. I don't remember when I did them. Two thousand four is that possible? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I that's when I was so hard. That's like what got me into comedy is like those My half special? hours. Your special, the lime special. <laughs> no, those presents were. Yeah, they always it. look pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they were great. And also, you know, once you do, I've done an hour, and then I did this other thing, but. uh crowd work thing then you're like wow i kind of want to do it i wish i could just go like it's only 22 minutes yeah part part of me was like some of my friends like don't do the half hour now they're like no i'm gonna wait and just go straight to the hour so i don't burn it and like part of me was like okay maybe that's a good idea but then the other part of me was like dude just do just do stand-up comedy on television yeah. someone's gonna let you do a half hour and have an entire half hour slot. yeah that's why i was like just be excited and do stand-up comedy i think hannibal pulled that power move but, but it, wor- it worked out fine i talked him. with hannibal about it. he said um he uh he had done like three John Oliver sets. He'd done like almost oh, really? 22 minutes on Comedy Central already, which made more sense. But yeah, he definitely pulled that power move. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. It's. I mean, if you could destroy for 22 minutes, that's going to make just as much impact, I oh think, my God. as, if, as In, an hour special. And just, also, there's more chance that people are going to watch the whole thing, I think. Absolutely. And destroying for 22 minutes is very easy compared to an hour. Yeah. Oh, you're telling me. 
<laughs> just shut up. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, no, I know. So like, go be funny for 20 minutes. That's. Yeah. I mean, you do 30, but then they cut it down. But still. Right. But uh, so you're going to try to get a half hour. Yeah, try um, for sure. And then but that's why I did this audio album, because I wanted to do the hour. And then people were like, yeah. And I was like, all right, I'll show you how good I am with this album, uh, which I like. And I think it will be good. Have you ever submitted a tape? Did they ask for a tape of you doing a half hour? Um, I just recorded an Acme set on my phone. I just, I just did Acme and just like set up my phone in the back. Seriously? Yeah. That's your album? No. Oh, no, that's no. for that's, the half hour. That was, they were like, just send us your half hour. And I was like, I just sent them the first 30 minutes of that set. Okay. Um, which I really liked, you know, it's not like I just pussyfooted around. I was like. How's the sound quality? On that phone recording? Yeah. Not great. But they could hear the jokes. They could hear the jokes. They could see them. Um, for the album, it was, you know, professional. It was, the album sounds really good. Like, I'm excited about it. Well, did you do a video on your phone? For the... Oh, I sent him <laughs> I the video. I so caught up yeah, in the details. I sent him a video of of the phone. It's like a little phone recording where I just oh. had set my phone on... Oh, a little uh, tripod. No, I just bunched up my jacket and then put it in a crease so it's like tilted and half off well that'd be a good story if they give it to you based on that didn't even didn't even use a tripod didn't even use a tripod yeah well um but i was like you guys know what comedy like it's kind of the thing it's like (laughs) you know what comedy is right give me a special (laughs) yeah exactly but it's just like what are they gonna are they into like his jokes aren't there but fuck this quality is good um i mean i i it depends on who you are I always, because I've seen, I've, I've talked, I think I talked about this on a recent episode, but there's people who you, I sometimes want opening acts and they'll send me a link and you're looking at this video. I was like, are you serious? Like, I can't even see you right. in this. I hear your cameraman talking and <laughs> laughing louder, like disproportionately louder than anyone. And I don't even know what you look like based on right. Like, and your angle is insane and, or you're so far away. Yeah. I mean, I I just have like a I felt like I have a rapport with Comedy Central. Yeah, if they know you, then they're not. They'll let you probably let you slide on. Yeah. Also, it's fucking a great. I turn in thirty really good minutes. Well, I'll be. I'll watch it. Okay, we'll watch it too. I will air it on my on this at the end of this. Please. (laughs) And I'll do. I'll make the video downloadable. You gotta. Um, I I can show it to you after this because it is. (laughs) I had to like upload everything's so easy to upload to YouTube. Yeah. From your phone to YouTube, just make it unlisted it's super easy oh you mean private yeah private. private yeah and then you give people a link well then yeah i'm just like here's a link i would love to do comedy for you i've done a few password protected links in uh vimeo before oh i like those yeah <laughs> pass- you stab all night thinking of the perfect password i was just in um i went i did some shows in amsterdam have you ever done yeah i was there a few months ago really where did you do them I did a show. Uh, did it was do... like a promoter brought me in, but the venue they used was. Um, was it Tumblr? Boom Chicago. Oh, Boom Chicago. That's the other one. Okay. I did Tumblr a little bit ago. It was. How were your shows? It was good. Mine were okay. They weren't great. Uh, I, I mean, I think mine was sort of like anyone. It wasn't like hugely full, but it was just people who knew me. So oh, I that had is that. Great. It wasn't like randoms. Yeah, mine were definitely randoms. Yeah. Um, but I was just excited to be in Amsterdam. Yeah, it's a great city, man. But uh, this, um, I just brought it up because I ha- then me and my girlfriend went to Venice, Italy, just because we were over there. Like yeah. I was like, let's go. Let's stick around Europe for like a week. Uh, so we went over there, and then I got hit up. They're like, you need to put this audition on tape while I'm in Venice because I've just been fired by SNL. So like, were, my agent was like, we'll get you a new oh, job right away. You should do that with Venice in the background. No, I, I had to like, I, my girlfriend's like, let's go out. Let's see Venice. I was like, babe, I got to 
put this fucking audition on tape. So it's just like us in this Venice hotel. And then what she has to record me on a phone for some dumb NBC show that was like, I felt, and then upload it to YouTube. I, I felt so bad wasting like four hours of my girlfriend's Venice vacation on like <laughs> uploading something that I was like, I'm not even going to get this. What are we doing? Who's this is. Yeah. Terrible. I've had that. I've done uh, auditions, like looking in my laptop and uh, yeah. you know, I'm in Tulsa in my hotel room at 1am. You're like, yeah, I'm going to get this part. But gonna... <laughs> like, yeah. You, you can just give it to me. Just take a chance. This oh, is not going to sway you one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. That whole thing of putting yourself on tape. It's so lame. I'm That's... too lazy to buy like the equipment. Like I paid a guy 50 bucks the other day to, to film an audition for me. Yeah. But he did a good job. And then he like trimmed it down. He puts little credits on it. It's like, oh. I like that. I go in, I put stuff on tape here in uh, New York in at my agent's office. They really? have like, a, they have like setup? A, it's at Gersh. They have like their own room. Even though I'm not with Gersh, will they let me use them? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I I mean, I'll, <laughs> we'll just go, I'll just book the time and then we'll go in and then. I'll just lie. go, hey, I'm Stott Barry. I'm a client. <laughs> They'd be like, okay, That's sure. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, that sounds good. No, I, I hate it. But it would have been funny if you did it right on the, right in the middle. Right in the so canal. Venice was so obviously in the yeah. canal and gondolas going by. But yeah, or you that, done it on a gun. Oh, that would be great. Those were so expensive. Have you ever been there? I was there. Uh, yeah, I was for the Venice Film Festival for the wrestler. Whoa, I love the wrestler. Man. Oh, thank I you. About that. Hey, you brought it up. I did. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I really. This movie was great. What if? What is up with Mickey Rourke? They're claiming he beat up somebody in Russia now, like in a boxing match. Well, yeah, that's not beating someone up. That's a boxing match. No, but I'm. Yeah, okay, you're right. No, I know, but I'm like, what? He's now boxing again. Yeah, I guess so. I, I think the dude was like. Pretty young too, like your age. Well, Mickey Rourke, I would not fight Mickey Rourke. He'd kick the shit no, out of no, me. No, no, no. He's a he's a big, intimidating dude. Yeah, but we didn't fight on the Saturn on set. <laughs> Were there any on set fights between you? And... Just, it was one arm wrestling match, thumb wrestling, <laughs> and one punch in the face, but... and one leg wrestling. One. Uh... So do you? So you? If you could have any job, would you want to write on a show, be on the show, or both? I love both. I like uh, It's Always Sunny and like Broad City and Workaholics. I like those mentality. I like the the idea of friends creating a show yeah, that like, they're on. Yeah. That's what I want to do. That's the best to me. Like, you, then you get to control what's funny. If it's not funny, it's your fault. You can't be like, oh, this is, they don't know how to write. That's what I want to do for yeah, sure. Yeah, that sounds more fun than like just being thrown in yeah. in a writing staff. Plus, like, yeah, for sure. And then I've done other acting stuff. Like, you know, on the wrestler, acting is like boring. You have to yeah. sit around all day. It's my passion. No, it's oh. uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's a little sitting around, but you there's know, a lot of I always around. try to remind myself that there's people who wish they were just sitting that that was their complaint. That, no, I'm not. Yeah, I know. but like I'm saying, like I I was like, oh, being an actor would be great, and then as soon as it like happened, I was like, oh, this is not that fun. Yeah, I'm kind of amazed when, like, like when you think about like big movie stars, like a Brad Pitt or something. Like, this doesn't seem like it's a lot of work. It's a lot. A yeah, more work. Than you you think hang it's... out, learn all these lines. You only uh, get twenty million in a fucking movie. That's that's not... true. That's also why I want to write for like a show I'm on. That way, I like if I fuck up the lines, I'm like, I, this is the better way. I've decided. Literally, well, also, there'd don't. probably be a leeway to be. Uh, we'll do a little improv. Yeah. Um. Mm -hmm. What about you? What do you? What was you? What do you want to do? Do you want to write a show that I, you're on? Like, do you want I to just, Louis uh, it up, or do you want to fucking Todd Berry? Do I want to Louis it up? Uh, I, I, if I can think of something, it's just a lot of, like Louis, just so he works so hard that I, I don't know if 
I, I shouldn't say this publicly, but uh, <laughs> I shouldn't say publicly that I don't know if I could do it. Right. Then all the network execs who listen to the Todd Barry podcast. Uh, I mean, I would like to have my own cool show if I could. Yeah. But I, I, I'm just such a, I hate to say control freak because I don't, like, they always make you sound like a, a wacko. But I just don't want to read someone's awful lines. Right. I know exactly. And have someone telling me that, no, can you do this to it? Like, I could. I'm not going to. But, yeah. And then they hate you and then they fire you. Oh, man. Look, um, I opened for Louie in Cedar Rapids. He played Cedar Rapids in like 2000. Oh, really? Six. And then he hosted the show while I was there. He hosted SNL when I was there. That was like pretty oh. surreal of like, hey, man, I opened for you, you know, a long time ago. And he's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. He was just so, he was the most, uh, he did his... Uh, monologue with like he didn't run it for anybody this the first time he did it was at the dress rehearsal he didn't write it down he's like just give me a two minute light is all he said really for the fucking SNL monologue he's like give me a two minute light this is so the most badass thing I've ever seen it's probably you know I feel like stand-ups on that show have an advantage especially during the monologue yeah that's like the one spot mainly during the monologue because it's just like there's a big difference between a guy who's just acting yeah nothing against acting but a comic's just gonna be better oh my god it's the thing that you got booked yeah, for that's you what get you, to yeah. do exactly yeah, yeah yeah when i host snl that's never gonna happen is it no it'll happen i'll be i'll be running it then i'll have been hired back <laughs> from this it'll up, be one of those famous hiring back stories <laughs> oh man well, yeah brooks do you have sure. anything you want to plug before we say goodbye here um no, just just listen to my album. When it's coming out? When it comes out January twenty seventh. It's called "This Is Cool," right? This is cool, comma right? Yeah, um, yeah. This on is, new wave, so you can get it on iTunes, and... iTunes, and then I'll have like a vinyl. Oh, yeah, which you know, vinyl. Basically, I just want to have my own vinyl. It just looks cool. Yeah, it looks cool. I just want to have. I was like, can I just press one? And they're like, no. You need to do like 500. I was yeah, like, oh, fuck. You could press one. It'll cost you $11,000. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I just want one. So. But those, if you bring those on the road, you know, it's a nice big thing to sign. Yeah, but who the fuck buy? I don't know if anybody's going to buy them. I might just have a crate of them right. at my house. But, but there are people who like vinyl, really like vinyl. So. I love it. Like that's, they were like, CDs are easier and more people will buy it. I'm like, well, then do one vinyl and the rest CD. And they're like, you got to pick one or the other. And I was like, I just want vinyl. So you're just doing it on vinyl? Yeah. And download? And download, yeah. No CDs? Oh. No CDs, yeah. Yeah, so. you'll, you'll change your mind about that. No, I know. but I, I mean, you should change your mind. <laughs> That's what I meant. Yeah, it's probably not the best. I told my dad that I was doing that, and he was like, he, could, he like couldn't fathom it. He's like, what? The fu- what? Like, what do you mean? Put out CDs, you idiot. Yeah. He's like, who, who the fuck? So January 20th comes out? January 27th. Um, it comes out. It's called This Is Cool, Right? This Is Cool, Right? I, lo- I really like it. I think I take... Um, being fired from SNL, I went and made this album is how I like dealt with it. A classic lemon aid out of lemon. Yeah. So like, that's why I'm like kind of happy I'm not on the show because I wouldn't, if I was still on the show, they did like, you know, half of the season, I would have done like two updates maybe, you know, versus I got this like 45 minute or 55 minute thing. I really, yeah, it's really like it's me. It's right. what I you know, put all my effort into it as opposed to just getting sketches cut. So, so is the title your reaction to when you got fired? From no, yourself? no, no. I didn't. <laughs> You're I don't talking like, to yourself. This is cool, right? Yeah. No, I kind of didn't. I just talk about it at the very end. I definitely don't want to be like the guy who's like, 
talking about SNL on right because you want to move on yeah so I don't talk about it anymore at all I just I talk about it a little bit at the end of the album because I was like I want to because it's where I'm at in my life right now yeah but that's about it so it's brookswhelan.com yeah at brookswhelan on the twitter just brook at brookswhelan yeah cool man and buy his album buy a turntable and then buy his album <laughs> and uh, tape it on burn it onto a cd then return the the turntable that sounds great Thanks, Thanks for being here, man. Yeah, man. Thanks. And thank you guys for being here, listeners. See you next week, probably. Most likely. Hopefully. See ya. Bye. Feral Audio. This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub. Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase.